Okay, so today is Daf Kufmem Tesh. We start with the mission at the bottom of Kufmem Kesama Base. So, person's allowed to count the guests and desserts with uh, with his mouth, meaning orally he can count. You can't count from a written list. Person's allowed to make a lottery or make a raffle for portions of food with his family at the table. But you can't make a raffle for larger or smaller portions. Okay? And the Gemara is going to explain why. But you are allowed to make a, poor, make, a make a lottery for who gets the first cut of meat and who gets the second cut of meat or who gets the, uh, the, the ribeye and who gets the, uh, the fatty part. Um, so that you're allowed to do, but not for different sizes of portions. Kehanim are allowed to make a raffle, make a lottery for kapanas. Avalei but not for individual portions, which again, Gemara will get to. So, my time. Why can't you look at a list on Shabbos? So, says, We're worried you're going to erase something from the list. And Abayi Yomar, Abayi says, no, worried you're going to make, read legal documents. If you're going to start reading from a list, you might say, oh, if I can read from a list, I could also read from legal documents, which are muksa. So the Gemara says, my benai, what's nafkamina? So now the Gemara now is going to try to find the case. It's going to spend a few uh, lines trying to figure out what is the case of the nafkamina. So first the Gemara proposes like this. Where well, you wrote it high up on the wall. Okay, so it's written on the wall, but it's high up. According to one who says you're going to erase, you're not going to erase when it's high up. You're not going to, it's too high for you to reach. But according to Abayi who says you might come to read, read legal documents, if you read a list on a wall high up, you also might read a legal, legal document as well. But according to Abayi who says that he's that way he may be going to erase, but he also should be concerned. So we're now saying Rabbi's not only holding Shema Yimchaik that you only erase, he's worried about both. You may erase, and at the same time, you also might come to reach So therefore, you can't. So according to him, that wouldn't work because you still might come to reach Dari Hadyotas. And Rabbi as well is concerned for Shtari Hadyotas. The Su, and even furthermore, you're telling me that because it's high up, we're not worried you're going to erase. But Vatanya, we learned in a brace for the following you're not allowed to read by the light of a lamp because you might tilt the lamp. And increase the oil, which is uh, a pra- which is a malacha. Vamaraba, but Rabbi said, I feel like come is even if it's twice as the height of a man, which means you can't reach it. I feel like or it's two ox goats, the thing that you hit the oxen with to make them move, even if it's the height of two of those. I feel even if it's ten, uh, ten asara batam, ten houses, one on top of the other, meaning it's super high up. It's not, it's not allowed. Meaning, even though really you're not going to be able to reach the lamp and there's no chashash, but there's no plug. There's no plug. When they made exera against reading by lamp, it doesn't matter where the lamp is. Similarly, if we made exera against reading from a list, it shouldn't matter how high the list is. So Gemara falls off of that. He writes, so Gemara says, Al the nafkamina is, the mitasi. He wrote it very low down on the wall. According to one that says you might erase, we're worried here you might erase because you can reach it. But according to Abayah says that maybe you're going to come to reach Why? Because you don't confuse a wall with a document. Worried about legal documents written on paper, written on parchment, you're not going to confuse that with writing on a wall. So Abivi would, would answer it because you might erase from the list on the wall. Abayi says you wouldn't come to confuse it. But the Gemara now is going to ask the same way that we asked on Rabivi. Abayi also should be chayshish the other way. He should be chayshish that maybe you're going to um, 
then maybe you're going to come to a race as well. So, uh, but according to Abayu, it says that maybe you might come to read uh, 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 documents. He should also be concerned for the same thing as Rabibi, that maybe you're going to race. So the Gemara now comes out that Rabibi is for that which Abaye is, and Abaye is for that which Rabibi is. So they're really chayshish for both. So the Gemara now is going to really have to show a real nafkamina between the two of them. So the Gemara now says, It was engraved. So you have this board or your tablet, and what they used to do is they used to write it in wax. So it would be sort of engraved. So you can't erase with a, erase with a pencil, uh, with an eraser, I mean, like, like you would with a pencil. Because here you engraved, you can't erase engraving. So And according to one who says, the problem is that where are you going to erase? There's nothing to erase here. But here, according to the one who says that what the chashash is, that you might come to, 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 to read Shtari Adyotas, uh, here you might come to read Shtari Adyotas. And Rabidi would answer, even though he's chashash for 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 uh, but according to Abibi who says that maybe you're going to erase Lech Hashem Yikra shouldn't you also be worried that you might read Shtari uh, Adyotos uh, um, uh, like we said before he's also worried about that maybe you're going to tell me well he's not going to confuse parchment or paper with a board that he engraved on but that's not true we learned in a a person could count how many guests he wants to sit inside a house and how many guests he wants to sit outside how many portions of food he needs to prepare from a list on a wall but you can't do it from a list that's written on a tablet if it was written in ink then why should it matter if it's written on a wall or written on a tablet? Ink is ink. So it means that it was engraved on the wall or the tablet, and there it makes a difference. If it was engraved on a wall, that's okay. But if it's engraved on the board or a tablet, it's a problem. Why? Because on the wall, you're not going to confuse it with a legal document. But tablo pinkis, you will confuse it from Shtar, from Shtari Hadyaitas. And that's why it's Asr, even though you won't come to erase it. Tzikmar says, El Oilam, you're right. El Oilam, it's like I said, Lechad Chila. The Kasav HaKaisal Midli, you wrote it very high up on the wall. Ude Kakash Lech the Rabbi, and your whole problem was with Rabbi. You said, you don't make a, a, a you make a low plug. That there's no difference. If it's high up, just like by by, by reading by Or Haner, if, you, if it's usher to read by a candle, then it's usher even if the candle's very high up. So the kashloch the rabbi, that kash you had from rabbi, that I, if it's high up, it should still be usher. So even if it's high up on the wall and you can't erase, it should still be usher. Yimara says the rabbi tanoi, that concept of making a low plug is really a machloikis tanoyim. And we're going to say that our, in our case, Rabivi is going to hold that you do make a plug. So the, how do we know it's a, it's a machlekes whether you may say loy plug or not by exera? The time we learned in Hebrides, you're allowed to count the number of guests and desserts by mouth, but not writing, from writing on a wall. The Bryce clearly says, Rabbi Acha is mata you from a wall. Now, what's the case? What are they arguing about? If it's written low on the wall, everyone should be worried you're going to erase it. Both Rabbacha and Abaye, I love the custom Midli, must be it's very high up. And you see that since you're not worried that it's going to be erased, Rabbacha holds you're not concerned. The Tanakama holds you are concerned. Everyone holds you're not concerned you're going to erase because it's high up. The Tanakama holds you make a low plug. 
that just like if it's low, you make exera, if it's high, you make the same exera. And Rabacha says you don't. And therefore, Rabivi will hold like that, Rabacha. Shmami no. In fact, the Gemara of Ahani Tanoi, Kani Tanoi, and these Tanoi and the Tanakam and Rebacha are arguing in the same Achoikas that another set of Tanoim argued. The Tanya we learned in another Braisa. Ain't Rayim Bamar B'Shabbos. You're not allowed to look into a mirror on Shabbos because you may come to cut your hair. A Remeyer Mata B'Mara Kavua because Remeyer is Mata you. If you use a mirror that's attached to the wall. So a portable mirror, Remeyer holds, is a problem. But um, a fixed mirror attached to the wall, you can look in. You, it's not a problem. Now, my So the Gemara now goes through the whole shnak to understand the case. What's different about a case when it's attached to the wall? Because mistama, when you're, if you see in the mirror that your hair is long and you want to go and get a scissor, by the time you get the scissor and come back to the mirror, you're going to remember that it's Shabbos and you won't come to cut your hair. So Gemara says, But even if it's a portable mirror, it's still going to take you time to go and find the scissors. So what? That the, that the mirror is portable. It's still going to take me time to find scissors. Till I find the scissors, I'll remember it's Shabbos. It should be the same thing. says, you're right. We're talking about a metal mirror. Now, a metal mirror itself has sharp edge, and you can use that edge to cut with uh, the edge itself to cut the uh, what's it called to cut to cut the hair. So let's just example. Let's just we'll use our imagination for a minute and assume that this is the mirror. So a portable metal mirror has here a metal edge that I can use the edge right now and cut my hair with the edge. I don't have to go and look for a scissor. If it's attached to the wall, I can't use it. It's attached to the wall. But if it's portable and it has a serrated edge that I can use to cut my hair, so I don't need to go and look search for a. A, um, a, a, a scissor, I have one right here. I, maybe we should say low plug. Oh, so that is the same machoik as Tanakama holds, we'll say low plug, but Mayor holds, we don't. And let's see it inside. We're talking about a metal mirror. Why do they say a metal mirror is Aser? Because a person could cut some straggling hairs, some uh, one or two, let's say, hairs that you see are out of place. You can cut them with the mirror itself. Now, I, why doesn't Reb Meir make a, make a low plug and say, well, if it's not attached, eh, make a low plug? Because Reb Meir holds like Reb Acha in our first b'risa, that you don't say low plug. You can make a dis- differentiation. The Tanakamu says it's usher, even if it's portable, will hold, uh, will hold that um, uh, Reb Meir, uh, the Tanakamu says that even if it's attached to the wall, you, you, you're not allowed to use it. A mayor holds portable, everyone holds portable is also. A mayor will hold if it's fixed to the wall, you can use it, because you're not going to come to use a fixed mirror on your hair. Uh, and you don't say low plug, you can make a, a differentiation. And Tanakama holds no, low plug, not a mirror on the wall, because you might come also to use a portable mirror. Okay, end of that sugya. Let's go on to the next sugya. Tan Rabbanan, Chachamim learnt. If you have writing like a caption under a picture, or some sort of um, uh, some sort of um, art, some sort of um, painting. Also, look right to You're not allowed to read it on Shabbos. What about the uh, 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 portrait or the picture itself, uh, uh, painting itself? Even during the week, you're not allowed to look at it. You're not allowed to look at idols. Apparently, many of these things were related to Avodah Zarah. My Talmuda, where do you learn this out? 
that it means, in other words, how do you get from Elilim? So now the Gemara is saying, no, it doesn't necessarily have to do with idols. How do you get from Elilim to regular pictures? Because we learn out, that don't turn to things that you imagine. In other words, don't look at things that come from a person's imagination. Paintings come from a person's imagination. Don't look at things that people imagined with their, with their, with their minds. Okay, made for Sodom and Banov. So then we said a person's allowed to ca- cast a lots or can't make a raffle for portions with his family. And we made a chiluk. We said with your family you can make a, a raffle, but with outsiders you're not allowed to make a raffle. So Martin is going to ask why is there a difference between your family and other people? In Banov and Bnei you're allowed to do with your family. But you're not allowed to do with outsiders. My time. What's the reason? If you have members of a group that are makbid with each other, in other words, that let's say you're traveling with a bunch of people and everyone brought exactly uh, six pounds of food. So everyone is going to watch how much food of my six pounds I need for this trip are we using up. So they're going to sit there and cheshben out, well, today, I, I, six days to the trip, I want to use one pound today. So if you're going to, if you're going to stiff me on, a, on an ounce, then I'm going to have, end up with less food on my trip. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a situation where people are makbid. So a situation where you have a group of people that are makbid on exactly the weight, what are you going to come to do? On Shabbos, if it's Shabbos during that trip, you're going to be you're going to measure to make sure, if it's based on a measurement, let's say everyone brought uh, uh, 10 ounces, or a pound, like I said. Mishum Mishkal weight, also everyone brought a pound. Or Mishum Minyan, or because of a count. In other words, you're going to start counting everyone brought uh, 100, uh, whatever, 100 uh, uh, Gatorades. So you're going to start counting there. Or Mishum Leivin or Pyrin, you're also going to be either borrowing and paying back. Okay? So borrowing. Uh, because you're going to say, instead of saying Hashilani, you're going to say Halvani. And paying back, you're not allowed to pay back a debt on Shabbos because someone might come to write, uh, write record, um, you might erase, I'm sorry, you might erase the the um, the the the, the star uh, the star chayiv on Shabbos. Biyomtiv, you're not allowed to do this on Yontif or on Shabbos. With different hills, so that's so that's what we're, we're worried about. With someone outside your family, we're worried if you're particular that you may come to either start measuring, which is also on Shabbos, or you may come to write down, which again is a problem on Shabbos. And according to Hillel's worried about Sabisah, it's going to be a problem of ribis. Now remember, when we learned on Shabbos, we said that really Hillel's Sabisah is not usually a problem. Because when you borrow three eggs from your friend, from your neighbor, and you repay three eggs, the fact that eggs change by three cents, nobody's makbid on, and therefore it's not even a problem of ribis. But if you have people that are makbid exactly, right? Makbid on exact shear, so then they're going to be makbid on the three cents. And even according to Hillel, you're going to have a ribis problem of sabisah. Why shouldn't we be concerned that you're going to have the same issue with your family? That also you're going to you're going to um, make, what if family members are particular? So says no. Children and his family. I'm sorry. Children and family members. Hainu time, but this is the reason why it's allowed. It's mutter. There's no problem of ribis to lend with people in your own house. Why? Now, the reason why it's not a problem of ribis is because all the money belongs to the Balabayas. So even if I lend money to my children and they pay me back, when they pay me back, they pay me back with my own money because I own the possessions of my wife and my children. So therefore, I'm allowed to lend them with ribis, meaning quote-unquote stage a loan and have them pay back ribis. Why? Because when I make them pay back 
more than they borrowed, they're going to taste it. Latiman tam ribis. They're going to taste the bitter taste of ribis. In other words, I want them to understand why ribis is so bad. Now, ribis is bad because you're taking advantage of someone who needs a loan, right? You're making them pay back more than, than, than you gave them. So I want my children to learn how bad ribis is. So I go through the charade of lending them in ribis so that they should learn how bad it is. So, and therefore it's okay. And therefore none of these are going to be an issue because it's really all my food and all my money. So we said you're allowed to do it as long as it's equal size portions, but it's different parts of the animal. But if it's different size portions, some one big one kid got a bigger piece of cake than the other, it's a problem. Why is it a problem? Shouldn't we say the same thing? You must say You could even do it with different size portions. And we're missing words in the Mishnah. This is what the Mishnah said. A person is allowed to make lottery with his children and members of his household for, for portions of food. Even for large portions, meaning the winner of the lottery gets a bigger portion of food. My You can't even do it during the week. My time is because it's gambling. Oh, so here we come into a new issue of gambling. In other words, if you're going to take portions, so let's say everyone puts, so the partial way of that gambling works is everyone puts a, a portion into the pot and the winner. So let's talk about gambling. Let's say you're playing poker. Everyone puts their chips, which represent money. Everyone puts their money in the middle. Now, no one really expects to lose. Everyone wants to win. So when the winner, whoever has the highest hand, takes the money, he's taking the money against the das of the other people. It's like Zela, and therefore gambling is usher. So over here, if we're going to put large portions and small portions in and gamble on it, then it's going to be like taking uh, money, steal, like stealing away uh, from because the person doesn't really want to give it to you believe Shalane and therefore that's why it's going to be a problem but it's only a problem when you deal with other people as we said in your own household all it, it all belongs to you anyway so there's really no problem of gambling because it all belongs to you okay Matila Chalash and then we said the Kaihanim are allowed to make lots for carbonos, but not for portions. My avaleya lemanos. What does it mean? Not for portions. Um, Reb Yaakov braid the bas Yaakov. Reb Yaakov, who was Yaakov's daughter, the son of Yaakov's daughter, said avaleya lemanos shall chol biyamtif. You can't make a lottery for the portions of carbonos that were offered on the week on yantif. In other words, on yantif, you're not allowed to make a lottery of who's going to get to eat from the carbon shlamim that was brought before yantif. Okay, that type of lottery you're not allowed to make. In fact, the gemara of course you're not allowed to. So gemara says. So the Gemara says, right, because you should have done it the day before, okay? And, or the other shot is that the heter to make a lottery is only kabonas from that day, uh, but not for kabonas that, that, that you should have done the lottery for before Yantif. So the Gemara says, that since the Pasuk says, the Pasuk in Aisha says that the people are like arguing, are like quarrelsome kaihanim, that kaihanim fight, they get very angry easily. So therefore, in order to uh, sort of appease kaihanim and not let them get so upset, we should uh, divide it up and make lottery even for uh, Karbanos that were brought on a weekday, even though it's Yantiv, Kamash Vulan, that no, you're not allowed to do it. Vamra, now from here to the end of the uh, blah, we're going to go through a bunch of Agadita. Vamra of Yaakov, Bereid Yaakov. So now that we mentioned one thing he said, we're going to mention something else he said. Anyone who your friend was punished because of you, so if 
Reuven causes Shimon to get punished. So obviously Shimon may have done something wrong, but Reuven is not going to be allowed into Kanaidan. He is going to suffer on the fact that he made Shimon get punished because of him. Where do we see that? So the Gemara is going to give two examples. Minalon, first example is, you're going to tell me that maybe it's from Achav. Navais, you guys remember? Give me a thumbs up if you guys know the story of Navais and Achav. Yeah. Yeah, Tzvi, I'm assuming you know the story of Navais and Achav? Yeah. Okay, good. So I'm not going into it. So over there, Navais, uh, uh, the spirit of Navais came and tells, I went, 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 at the end of Achav's life, when Achav was deciding whether to go to battle, um, so, so, so the, there were Nevi'e Sheker, and Hashem called upon which, which Neshama. Uh, Ruach is going to go and put in the, the words, the Sheker, the words of Sheker into the Nevi'e Sheker. Who's going to give the false Nevuah to Achav that he should go to battle and he'll be victorious? So that's the Gemara saying. So if Ayyemer, so over there it says, Hashem, Ayyemer Hashem, Mi Afatis Achav, who's going to uh, entice Achav, Ayal, Figipel, Baramas Gilad, so that he'll go up and die in Ramas Gilad. So they were talking. In other words, all the Neshamas up there were hacking who's going to do it. One Ruach, one spirit came forth. I will do it. And the Chazal say that that is the spirit of Navais. And he said, I'll be the Sheker, the false voice in the in the mouth of all the false Neviim. Go and do it. Go out. In other words, go out and leave my mechitza. You can't stay here. Which spirit? It was Navais who was taking the revenge on Achab who had him killed. What does it mean? You can't stay here in Shemayim with me. So since Navais is Neshama, which was going to cause Achab to die, therefore Navais couldn't stay in the mechitza. So the Mar says, maybe you're going to say that that's Uriah, that if you get that if you cause someone else to get punished, you can't stay in the mechitza of Hashem. The Gemara says, but how do you know that it was because he caused them to be punished? Maybe it's because the spirit lied. Someone who lies can't be can't dwell with Hashem. So it has nothing to do with getting punished. It has to do with Sheker. The Gemara says, I'll give you a different source. Because it says, So it says about Nebuchadnezzar. That Nebuchadnezzar used to do terrible affairs. He used to do Mishkav Zachar with all the kings that he conquered. He came in one day and he wanted to do Mishkav Zacha with King Sidkiyo. King Sidkiyo was the last Melech uh, of Malchi Yehuda right, 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 right by the Chorban. So the Pasuk says about Nebuchadnezzar, Savata Kaloi, that you were. Savati, uh, 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 you were you were satisfied with with shame. Me covered instead of honor. She say you gamata ve'arel. You as well as the arel will drink. So what do we mean? Savata kolon me covered. Zenebuchadnezzar. This is talking about Nebuchadnezzar. Shte gamata ve'arel zetzvit kio. That you drink as well as the arel means sitkio. Sitkio is called an arel. Now here he was being punished. Why? Because what happened? So so the Gemara is going to get into what happened. But basically a a nace happened. And Nebuchadnezzar, when he tried, oh, the, the Rashi says over here. What happened was Nebuchadnezzar's aver, the uh, the RL, the, the, the foreskin on, on Nebuchadnezzar, grew so long that he wasn't able to, to use it to, for Mishkav Zachar. So he was embarrassed, and obviously it was very embarrassing. So uh, uh, he got embarrassed in front of Sidkiyo, but Sidkiyo was called the RL because he caused that Nebuchadnezzar should be embarrassed. So since he caused Nebuchadnezzar to be embarrassed to be punished, so therefore Sidkiyo is called an RL. Now, Chada, the Kulei Krab and Nebuchadnezzar, 
So the Gemara says no. First of all, who says that the whole pasuk is the pasuk? That means, in order to say that Sitkiyo was punished, it means that Sitkiyo is being referred to as the RL. So the Gemara says, first of all, the whole pasuk is talking about Nebuchadnezzar, even the RL part. So therefore, you have no raya. The Kulei Krab and Nebuchadnezzar Ksiva. And furthermore, Sitkiyo Tzadik, Sitkiyo was a Tzadik. What should he have done? In other words, Sitkiyo didn't daven to Hashem that this should happen. Sitkiyo was a Tzadik. When Nebuchadnezzar came into the room, what was Sitkiyo supposed to do? He didn't do anything. He just happened to be a Tzadik. And so Hashem made an ace. So why is that Sitkiyo's fault? Why should Sitkiyo be punished? When Nebuchadnezzar tried to do that disgusting thing to Sitkiyo, an ace happened. So therefore, it can't be that Sitkiyo was punished and called an RL and, so to speak, uh, uh, excluded from Ganeiden because of the fact that uh, the got punished. So Elamei Hachel, the Gemara finally comes with a with a source. Gam Anash L'Tzadik Loitayv, that the punish is Gam Anash L'Tzadik Loitayv, that even punishment for a Tzadik is not good. Now, Ein Loitayv El when we use the term not good, it means bad. So to punish is a bad thing for a tzaddik. Now, ksiv kiloi kel chafetz resha, it says about evil that Hashem doesn't desire wickedness. Kiloi kel chafetz resha, evil cannot live with you. Now, what's evil? Tzaddik atahu Hashem v'loyogamim gurchara. We're saying that Hashem is a tzaddik and therefore an evil one cannot live with him. Now, what's an evil one? Yeyanesh, which we said in the beginning. Someone who punishes, even a tzaddik who punishes, is called ra, and ra cannot be yogur, cannot dwell with Hashem. So you see from here that someone who causes someone else to be punished, cannot dwell with Hashem. Okay, then we said that chalashim, in the Pasuk, we said chalashim means lots. Okay? Oh, the Mishnah. Our Mishnah used the word chalashim for lots. Zimar now wants to apply that to Nebuchadnezzar. My mashmat hai chalashim lishim de puru. How do you know chalashim means lots? Dechsev. Ech nefaltem yishamayim Hela ben Shachar Nigdatalaritz Khalishalakoyim. That we say how you fell from Shemayim. Hela ben Shachar, the shining one, the son of Shachar is dawn. Nigdatalaritz, you were cut down to the ground. Khalishalagoyim, and you khalish, you cast lots alagayim on the nations. What does that mean? You cast lots on the nations. Amarabba Barbarahuna. Every day, like I said, Bukhanetzer would cast the lottery over all of the kings that he conquered. Which one he would do Mishkav Zachar with? Now, Bukhanetzer, just as an aside, is one of those people in Tanakh that if you read the Psukim, just you read Tanakh, he doesn't seem like such a bad guy. He's praising Hashem, he's blessing uh, Daniel. He, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but when you learn Chazal, Bilam is also the same way. If you remember from Parshish Balak, Bilam, the whole Parsh is saying, whatever Hashem tells me I'm going to do, Hashem doesn't want it, right? He sounds like such a good guy. But when you learn Chazal, you see what a Russia he was. So here in the Vukhanetzer, we see it also, similar to Bilam, when you read Chazal, you see what a Russia he was. So, Uksiv, Kalmachigayim Kulam, all the kings of all the nations, uh, lie, lie, what does it mean, lie in glory? In his house, when Nebuchadnezzar died, they finally rested. In other words, each one was able to rest when Nebuchadnezzar died because every day they were possibly a candidate for Mishkav Zachar. And here's the real kicker all the days of that man, nobody laughed. In other words, there was no happiness in the world. That the earth became calm and uh, uh, tranquil, and everybody started singing. 
There was no song. In other words, people were so afraid uh, and, and in, in fear and dread of Nebuchadnezzar that they could not be happy or sing. You can't even, it's us to stand in Nebuchadnezzar's palace. The demons stand there. So this means one of two things. Either it's us to go there because since it's demons, demons might harm you. Or the other shot is that it's a punishment to Nebuchadnezzar that demons are there. And if people are going to go there, demons, Shadim, don't stay around. The people come. And Hashem made a punishment that Shadim should, should be there. So people are going to come. You're, you're uprooting the punishment that Hashem gave. And therefore, that's the problem. When Nebuchadnezzar wanted to do Mishkavzach with Zidkiyo, his Arla extended 300 Amas, which is obviously a Lush and Guzma, but basically it grew very long. It went around all of the kings that were sitting there, right? In other words, he did this in front of all the kings, and everyone saw his long aver, and obviously they made fun of him. So that's what it means. That you were uh, f- filled up with shame uh, rather than honor, and you, you're drinking. You and the RL and your foreskin were exposed. The word RL is Gematria 300. That's where they get the Lushan of 300 Amas. When Nebuchadnezzar went down to Gehenim, the people in Gehenim, the Nishamas that were in Gehenim, were get, were, they started to tremble. In other words, they were reading Gehenim, but they got nervous. They said, that maybe Nebuchadnezzar is coming to rule over us. Or maybe he's going to be weak like us. In other words, they weren't sure. Is he going to rule over us or he's just going to be another guy getting punished? But they were nervous. You come to be chuleisa, like weak like us, or are you going to rule over us? Basko came out and said, Who are you better? Who are you more beautiful than? Uh, go down and lay to rest with the Arelim. In other words, the you're not going to be better than them, you're going to be punished together with them. The Pasuk says, Pasuk in Yeshaya says that the, the oppressor was, was Shavas, was stopped. Shavsa Madheva, the golden one, also stopped. Amra Biudamarav, Shavsa Umazusha Amra, this nation, Babel, stopped, which used to say, Medoid Vahave. They used to, all the other nations made them bring tribute. So they used to say, Medoid Vahave, that that's Madheva. Go measure and bring us a whole bunch of gold. Some say, Bring us more, that you, too, so much that you can't even count. Additional greatness was given to me. This is uh, also in a rode on a male lion, and he tied a serpent to his head. I'm also giving the Buchanetzer the wild beast. That for seven years, there was supposed to punishment, the Buchanetzer became an animal. He grew long nails, his hair grew long, and he went and he became an animal in the, in the forest, in the jungle. And during those seven years, Hashem gave him a lion that he rode, and he tied a serpent around his head. So that's the Pashup Shah and the Pasuk. They also say that that's a remez that he conquered. It, it's also a remez. They conquered Klai Yisrael, Yehuda, which is a lion, and he also conquered Egypt, which is compared to the serpent. So that's also a kiyom of that Pasuk. Okay, we'll stop here. Shkuch.